0: Welcome to the quick hit segment of PI Perspectives. During this time, Matt wanted to upload additional content to keep everyone informed. You can expect one to two additional quick hit episodes a week in addition to the regular shows posted every Monday. Now, please make sure to subscribe so you get notifications when they're posted. And please everyone stay safe out there and let's come together as a community to help one another through this. The only sponsor for these quick hit segments is Satellite Investigations. You can visit them at SatellitePI.com. Now today's guest is David Johnson, the business development manager in New York from Conflict International. David, a retired Green Beret offers a great perspective to dealing with this health crisis. Now, thanks for joining us. Let's go to David and our host, private investigator, Matt Spear
1: everybody it's matt from uh, pi perspectives doing a couple little extra episodes this week i wanted to try and get information out Um, there's a lot of craziness going on with the coronavirus hope everyone's being safe so i was talking it over with uh with my producer and uh, we're trying to figure out a game plan to get everything out uh, or get information out to everybody and uh, this is what we're going to do so you can look for about twice a week these little informationals uh, hopefully. So, I am not alone today. I'm uh, joined here today by David Johnson, who uh, works with Conflict International. They're based here in New York, but they're also all over the world, based originally out of England. That's their main office. And Dave has extensive military training and background. And, and we were chatting a bit, and I thought he had a lot of uh, really good insights. And uh, he's actually got an article out there, and we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit. So, uh, David, welcome to the program. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing well, Matt. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. How are you uh, holding, hunkering down? You getting by? (laughs)
2: We're we're getting by, man. Just uh, adjusting to working remotely out of the home office.
1: Right. Right. I think that's that's what everyone's pretty much doing. Um, So just to bring everybody up to speed here in New York anyways. um, So there were two executive orders that came out on Friday. One is executive order 202.6. And that's the essential business order that's out there. And really that's the gospel that we're all living by right now as to whether or not we can actually operate our businesses. I encourage you to, to look into that. There's a form you can fill out uh, that you can actually request for the state to verify that you're actually able to work. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes on this, um, where to get it. And the other one is ex- Executive Order 202.7, which allows people to do notarization online through uh, video conferencing. So you definitely want to check that out too. But that is not the reason that I'm talking to Dave here today. So um, Dave, why don't you tell me a little bit about your background, uh, your military service, and then we'll jump into the article.
2: So I uh, I spent eight years in the United States Army. I just recently got out early last year. Um, during during my time. I was a Green Bright. and spent uh, some time with the United States Army Special Forces. Um, and with that just came a lot of training and experiences that, uh, I've been able to kind of transfer now into the private sector and the investigative world um, specifically with my role at conflict international uh, and it's it's amazing to see during times like this kind of some of the parallels that I've been able to draw between my training and my experiences and kind of just how to to react and respond to coronavirus and kind of society in the way that it is right now and that's kind of you had mentioned the article that's kind of what the focus is of the article is uh is me kind of talking to really whoever whoever's out there and following and looking at it um really just my thoughts and my uh, experiences and how to kind of navigate the next couple months uh that it looks like that we're going to be on on uh on lockdown with the sickness out there um, it really just kind of spawned from a conversation I was having with some clients, and then also with uh, with my my leadership over at Conflict International. We all kind of decided it'd be good to just kind of come together and put something out. And they gave me the opportunity to to write it. And then uh, we uh, we work with a publication called Law Enforcement Today, and uh, we were able to put it up through their publication. Yeah. Uh, so it's out there.
1: Yeah, and we'll we'll put a link in the show notes to the article. I thought it was uh, it was very well written. And uh, you definitely hit on some really good points. So why don't we jump into that? Let's talk a little bit about what that article is. What are the the, the bullet points, and uh, what should folks know?
2: So the name of the article is Advice from a Green Bay on Coronavirus Response, and I write I write in the article there that this is not any sort of official advice or any sort of you know doctrine that you'd get from uh, from any solid source. I and mean, this is just kind of me talking about my experiences and what I've learned. Um, and I really focus on kind of four major points Uh, and you know the first one i think is really important is is that there's no need to panic i think a lot of people these days when something like this happens uh we immediately think worst case scenario and oh my god society's going to come collapsing down and that's that's not the case um i have definitely been in a number of uh instances in my life where it has been chaotic it has been kind of a panic scenario and just Rest we are, we are not there yet. Right. Um, I get into, in my second point, uh, I talk about kind of the best ways to inventory what you have, what you need, um, and how to kind of prepare yourself, uh, logistically, the resources that you may want to have on standby and then how to resupply yourself right. Right during this time. I'm kind of just some smart, uh, ways that I, that, uh, that I've learned, learned and seen to do that. Right. Um, and then I, I get into kind of a process. It's important to have a process in protecting yourself, setting up security at your house. Um, I do talk a little bit about security uh, from two different aspects. One is protecting you and your family from getting sick. And then also uh, protecting you and your family from uh, from predators, from people that may target you uh, personally or may target you organizationally right. uh, to... Uh, to try to take advantage of
1: you. So, the- so that's that's a good point. Uh, one of the things we were talking about before we jumped on was uh, all right. of these financial scams that are out there. And right. um, not only is it important for us as business owners to, to watch out for that, or us as just you know basically John Q. Public, but this is also something that we can get the message out to our clients, right? right. Send a constant contact out and be like, hey, the, just to make you aware, these things are, are, are going around and uh, you know, make sure you're not falling to any scams, or, or you know, make sure you're being diligent about things. So I think, like during this downtime, as business owners, it's important for us to be constant. Um, with our clients. Like for me, attorneys, they're all at home right now. I got, right. I got a lot of attorneys that are calling me up for recipes on cooking, right? They, <laughs> they, yeah. they know I'm a foodie. They know I like to cook. So they're like, Hey, how did you make that steak? Please uh, tell me how to do that. So I'm getting a lot of that, mm. but being <laughs> present, present about that I think is good. So tell me a little bit about the, the financial scams that are out there and what you guys are noticing and, and how you're dealing with it to, from conflict's point of view.
2: So, yeah, I don't really dive into it in the article. Um, so, it, it is good to talk about now. I think just some things to keep in mind is that um, there are a lot of people out there trying to do good. There's a lot of charities and everything like that that are um, working right now to try to help people through this crisis. And with that, there's going to come a plethora of people that are going to try and mask themselves as the charities or the do gooders. And they're going to reach out to you you know, via text, via phone calls, via email, and ask for donations. Um, and usually with just a little bit of research and a little bit of um, uh, discernment, you can kind of tell the difference between them and some charities. Charities generally won't reach out to you specifically, and they won't ask you for your account information. So if that's happening, then it's kind of a, a red flag. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, and then also just a little bit of research, um, the company research, the individual's and that's, I think, where where uh, you know people like Conflict International would come in, and it's very easy for us to be able to identify good from bad. If you want to send money to somebody, you should always verify who it is. Another thing we're seeing is people will mask themselves as uh, family members. So uh, someone calls up and says that they're, you know, Uncle Steve, and you have an Uncle Steve, and they're able to find that out through your social media, right. and they're saying hey, can you send me 500 bucks because I need help? Or make sure that the person you're talking to is actually Uncle Steve before that happens. And then I just think it's, it's important to guard your personal information, whether it's that social media or emails. Uh, people are very quick and sometimes don't guard their personal email. Um, I don't know if the term phishing is something everybody's familiar with, but sure, yeah. it's, a, uh, it's a technique that, you know, scammers and hackers will use you to gain access to your personal information. So during times like this, um, along with all the physical precautions that we're taking, it's just as important to guard yourself on the uh, electronic, the technical side, and to guard your personal and financial information. And don't send money without doing some sort of due diligence. And I think that's where uh, investigators can definitely step in and help if someone is looking to make a large donation to a... Uh, to a organization or even an individual person enlist the help of an investigator, get them in to try to help make sure that your money is going to the right place.
1: Right. I mean, unless you're investing your money in toilet paper companies, then you should be okay if you do that. Right. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Craziness. Um, I, I think that actually goes back to, to the second point you, you made about taking inventory, which I thought was really cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Taking a sense of what you have uh, before you go out there and just mass buy everything. Um, right. I, I know right. like the, the first thing I did on Friday when I heard there was going to be the shutdown, I was like, all right, let me see what I have and let me see what I need. And I went yeah. to the supermarket it was crazy. It, it, there was actually a line to get in and you know, I kind of appreciate that. Right. So they're yeah. taking the time to limit the people that are allowed in the store and they're cleaning up the carts each time they're asking you to wear rubber gloves, but it was like Wow, am I like in the USSR here, like sitting, <laughs> waiting for right. uh, to get my uh, things? It was just, it was very surreal. Um, and listen, the line took an extra 15 minutes, all right? It wasn't a huge inconvenience, and uh, and I appreciated it. But, you know, getting a sense of like, okay, what am I going to stock up on? What do I need? And not, you know, going and buying, you know, all those rolls of toilet paper or, or buying, you know, 25 cans of, uh, of soup when I know that supermarkets, right. ads per this order now, are actually going to be open. Right. So you know it, that you know, not panicking and not overreacting on things is is um is really important, and uh, yeah and
2: there's a there's a safe and logical right. way to go about it. Don't go overboard, make sure that you're you know adhering to all of the guidelines that your local politicians, the local government is putting out. make sure that you're doing it safely and properly, and even call ahead and coordinate with the the stores or you know, the the, uh, the grocery stores that you go to. Usually they'll have different time slots for different people. I know in the area that I'm in right now, earlier in the morning, at like 6 a.m., they're opening up and it's just time for seniors. Yes. Who yep. love to go and, and shop. So coordinate and make sure that you've got a plan. Yep. Uh, but don't go overboard. You know, you don't need 500 rolls of toilet paper. I sure. put that in the article. Yep, and yep. Uh, just remember that we're still a community. We're still, right. we're still all neighbors and we have to be able to live with each other after all of this is over.
1: Right. The, the guy you punch in the face may actually be your neighbor, right? That's a good one. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, so, so what is conflict doing? How are you guys handling um, security? Because we're, you know, as per the order, we're allowed to do it. And this is here in New York. So if there's anyone not in New York, please check in what your state is doing, and what you're allowed to do. You may right. have full reign to run your business. Um, I know New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, California, these, these states are all locking down. Hopefully Florida will do that soon too with people going out to the beaches. But um, what's your game plan with regards to security? The number one question I'm seeing from everybody is surveillance, right? Are we allowed to go out and do these assignments when they do come in? Um, so what what's your take on that? What are you guys doing? How are you approaching it?
2: Well, I think, I think the point that you said is, is to make sure that in each state, uh, everybody is checking the guidelines, checking the rules, making sure they're within the right guidelines. We don't want to go against any orders or any, uh, any rulings here. Um, but yeah, things like surveillance and physical security and those types of things, def- everybody's finding that difficult to do now. But I think it's important for people to understand that as professionals, we have a number of avenues and a number of ways that we can approach things like surveillance we can approach things like security there isn't always just a physical option there's many technical means there's many electronic means there's many other ways that we're able to reach our our goals so if we're working for a legal client and they're trying to build their case which you know lawyers are still working and they're still preparing their 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 cases and their investigations for court Um, and we're still working with our lawyer clientele Uh, you know we're still operating in that capacity uh, and it's important to understand that this is where professionals need to be called in and right. need to be relied upon because we have many other techniques. We have uh, a plethora of other means by which we're able to to service our clients in those. I think another big thing, we have seen this a lot with definitely our lawyer clientele um, and even some with our corporate clientele, is maintaining the integrity of those investigations, maintaining the integrity of your organization. So those we had talked earlier about uh, people trying to target you or, or or make a target of you just because of the chaos right now and they um, come from internally as well. You may have an employee in your organization or you may have someone that's involved in your investigation or your, your case that you're building for court and they may be trying to take advantage of the situation here to kind of throw a wrench in the operations that you have. Now, whether that's for their own personal financial gain or that's just because they don't want to get caught in some sort of crosshair, um, you know, there could be a number of different motivations, but it's important for our clientele that we work with to understand that we're still dedicated and still working for them so that they can still provide that best solution at the very end of their investigation, the very end of what it is they're trying to what it is that they're trying to accomplish. We are still able to help them and aid them to protect themselves, not only from external threats, but internal threats. Also, we're taking a much larger approach to our consulting right. and our education services. So we're, we're big on working with our clients and advising them and educating them and consulting them on on how to protect themselves in this unique situation. So. Right. A lot of people are used to working within the umbrella and the safety and the security of what I'll call their base of operations. They go to work in their company building every day, nine to five. Now they're working from home. So there's a lot of security considerations that they may not have thought of. The ability for hackers or the ability for people to target them through a lot of personal uh, safety gaps that they don't have when they're at work, but they have when they're at home. But we can identify those and we can help you fill those gaps. So we're taking a much larger role in our education and consulting services right now for our clientele. And really kind of setting them up for the future. What uh, Eventually we're going to come out of this crisis. Eventually we're all going to go back to our normal life. What does your organization or your, your personal plan look like should something like this happen again? Right. What have you learned from this crisis? Well, over a conflict, we're able to to help you develop that plan as part of our security consulting services. We sit down and we come up with a, a complete comprehensive plan to put in place with uh, you know redundancies and contingencies built in so that, God forbid, you do have to work from home again, or you are on lockdown or quarantine. How do you, your organization not skip a beat?
1: Right. Get the workflow in make, place, right? Get a right. workflow chart. of how, you, how, how, how your
2: income right. protected, right? right. So, These are the major services that we're focusing on with our clientele right now is protecting yourself while you're at home and then implementing a plan and some sort of structure so that when these hiccups come along, you're protected. Um, And then as far as security for our our clientele, go, we still maintain our security presences and we do that uh, within the bounds of the rules and the laws as they are right now. But as I stated before, there's a number of means to implement security other than just physically being there.
1: Right. So uh, I I think you you bring up some really good points here. And I think one of the other things that listeners should uh, realize and understand that uh, you guys have a great referral program. (laughs) So if other investigators have these needs to their clients, yet they don't have the ability to service them, uh, it, it's definitely something they would want to get in touch with you to do that. How does somebody get a hold of you if they've got somebody they want to offer these services to but they don't actually know how to do it or don't have the ability to do it?
2: So I mean there's a there's a number of ways. We have, you know, obviously our social media profile is large. We have our, our websites, so we have conflictinternational dot and then we also have conflictusa.com. And on there is so on those websites is phone numbers to reach me directly to meet our meet our uh, investigators, do our research on who we are. And we definitely want people in the investigative community to know that we are there to help them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, I was actually just having this conversation this morning with someone that uh, what I love about this community is that we actually operate as a community. We help each other out. We coordinate with each other. And in these times when uh, one part of that community may be really feeling it's really hurting and maybe not able to help their clientele as much, allow us to come in and, and, and help out right. where you see, where you see fit. So if you check us out at conflictusa.com or conflictinternational.com all of our contact info is there yeah. and you'd be able to get in touch with us directly.
1: Yeah, that's great. And we'll put all that in info in those show notes too. Dave I really appreciate your time uh, thank you for serving our country uh, thank you for taking the knowledge that you uh, learned while doing that and being able to share it with everybody now in this uh, very these very interesting times and and uh, you know we're, we're all going through this for the first time here and just trying to figure out how we're all gonna survive as, as business owners um, and co- coming in and doing that I appreciate you taking the time today to, to talk to us it's been very informative and uh, you know, th- thanks for uh, for taking the time to come out.
2: Sure, Matt. Thanks for having me on. All
1: right. Okay. So, uh, folks, we are going to wind down here. And again, all this uh, stuff we talked about today—it's pretty much conjecture. <laughs> We're talking with uh, our our business experience here. Uh, it's not legal advice. Go from, go see an attorney and call up your attorney. I'm sure they're sitting at home, uh, <laughs> twiddling their thumbs and apparently cooking uh, good recipes. Uh, but you want to you want to check out with them and just uh, update. And make sure what you're doing is staying within uh, the proper guidelines. Again, check within your state uh, what the, the policy is for operating. Um, and it's fluid. It, it seems to be changing daily. I know our state association here in New York, hopefully we'll have some sort of announcement out. Uh, that we, we haven't done that yet, but we're, we're hoping that gets done. So this is it here. I, I encourage everybody to stay safe, wash your hands, all that good stuff. And uh, check out Dave's article in your downtime. Continue to do webinars, continuing education. Heather Teen Group is another great one. Kelly Riddle has uh, the PI Institute. Go check out all that stuff in your downtime and, and learn to be better at what we're doing. This way, when things do get back to normal, we're able to, to pick that up. So stay safe, everyone, and we'll talk to you guys real soon. Have a good day.
0: Take care. Once again, thanks for joining us for this quick hit segment. Please contact David and his team if you want to implement some of his business solutions for your clients we'll continue to get information out as quickly as we can a future segment will feature Wes Bearden from NCISS he'll give us a legislative update for our industry now stay safe out there and we'll see you next time on PI Perspectives